Ticket Water Cooler. Brought to you by Culligan of Lincoln on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. We're back to wrap things up here on the Ticket Water Cooler on 93.7 The Ticket. Of course, on the block will be next. Strick is walking the hallways pacing, just waiting to get in here and give us his thoughts on the, the kind of the news of the day of what's going on in Husker football, which uh, it's the, the big news, I guess, so, so, so far today is that Nebraska has sold 9,000 tickets for its August 27th game in Ireland. Uh, Northwestern has sold 3,000 tickets, and they're expecting a 75% full stadium, which would be somewhere around 36,000. Uh, so you wonder how many more Husker fans will be out there, but at least there will be more than Northwestern fans, who technically has the home game. Um, and we kind of got off into the discussion of – Listen, it's not likely. We all, uh, you know, we can understand Northwestern is in a worse position than Nebraska. They're a bad football team. They're a bad football Straight, team. Plain and simple. But it's not like we're talking about like they have to go up against the '95 Cowboys. They're going up against the three and nine Nebraska team as well. <laughs> uh, that right? had a lot of change. It has a lot of change. You know, it's, it's just going to have a lot um, to work on as they go into the season. Um, so there is a possibility that Northwestern could win that game, and it kind of got us into the, the discussion of. Uh, you know, it, you know, how does this play out? How do, how do you know? There's so many different ways uh, that this season goes, and a lot of it's just to me going to be walk, walking on eggshells for mm-hmm. Coach Frost or for Coach Frost supporters, um, because every week until they build up enough faith that this thing is moving in the right direction, that this thing is working, every week's going to feel like a do or die. Like if, if you lose, if you have an embarrassing loss this week, you know, you could be on the chopping block or at least you're a game away from it. Uh, and so that's kind of got us into the discussion uh, about maybe if, the, if if there would be a complete rebuild if Nebraska um, has to let go of Frost after this season and – I just always, I always kind of laugh at people who think that Nebraska would just be in, like, the the dwellings. I mean, they they couldn't like get themselves out. It would take two to three years, um, to do so, because uh, you see turnarounds all the time, and we we you know it, it's hard to do. I'm not saying you we don't have to make the right hire. You have to get a, a good guy in. Um, but I don't think Nebraska, just based on the fact that that I've I, what I've seen over the years, regardless of who the coach is at Nebraska, is Nebraska can recruit a top twenty-five, top thirty class, in, in depending on the coach, higher, you know, top fifteen, top twenty class. That's about where you're. You shouldn't be. It's not like you're taking over. Uh, and, and there'll be a lot of transfers, and I get all that. Um, but I, I don't think it would be void of any talent, and it's like you're starting from nothing. And then the other part of it is it what are you rebuilding? You're not rebuilding. A That's w- that bingo. You, you, how how much worse can it get? That like I understand the rebuilding from a recruiting standpoint. Maybe the guys that you have in the building, the coaching staff, right. uh, sure. But rebuilding from three and nine. So like, then you go two and ten next year. I yeah. like that's is that really that different than what we saw last year? I guess maybe it'll look different on the field, but rebuilding what? You haven't made a bowl game in five years. Like, yeah, it, like nowhere I, to go but up. Yeah, exactly. That's what that's what makes me a little bit of a head scratcher. I want to get some of your guys' text too to make sure. Ladder guy says if Scott Frost loses against Northwestern, he has to beat Oklahoma to save his job. I don't know if he has to beat him, but he has to at least look good. You, you can't get blown out in your home field against Oklahoma, and because 
Oklahoma, by all indications, they're rebuilding too. Their rebuild is going to look a lot different than Nebraska's, obviously, because they're coming off a, what, 10-win football season. Mm -hmm. Uh, And you get Brent Venables, which is one of the hottest names in the coaching carousel. But you have to at least be competitive. Uh, Christian and Lincoln says, would they really make all these moves just to blow it up if he goes 5-7, and or is it not looking good halfway through? That's where me and Bacher maybe not agreeing as much. I think it depends. If you lose against Northwestern and then you drop a game against Georgia Southern or South Dakota and then presumably start one and two, it's done. One it's and over. Two, one and two is tough, but it's two done. and one with a loss, whether it be Georgia Southern or Northwestern. Oh my god! I mean though. South Dakota. I mean, don't get me wrong. A loss to Georgia Southern at home, might, it would look terrible. Might feel like the end, but I just don't want to go through another season where the administration gives up on the team. I understand you have that one conference game, but before you hit conference play, right? I mean, like, let's – let's, and the other thing is you do have so much change. Upsets happen in college football. Right. Like, don't overreact um, when, when you have – and it's been bad. You haven't had a quality victory. I get all that. Um, but if you're going to to make this change, if it, it, is it, did you have any sort of belief, or did you think that this thing was going to get going, or had any sort of movement in the positive direction, or were you trying to save a little bit of money? Or if you fire no, right away, you're trying to you save should a little have bit of money. belief that you can beat Northwest, or excuse me, Georgia Southern. You should, or North but on, on any there given should be game, a you strong belief. I understand that, but under no circumstance in a prove it year should you be dropping that kind of game. That's unacceptable. And I, this isn't first year of Scott Frost now we're talking about. This is, you have to prove it on the field this season or you're done. And you can't even show up against Georgia Southern or North Dakota? No. I'm uh, 100% pro Scott Frost. You guys have listened to this show. I always have been. I always will be. Ride it out with Scott Frost. I'm a firm believer in that. If you drop to Georgia Southern or North Dakota, I don't know what to tell you anymore. I have nothing left to say. I have no ground to stand on anymore. Well, North Dakota is a different discussion because that's FCS, and I mean, there's just only so much you can take. But I, I just, I, I want this to give, I, I want it to be given a shot. If you're because I am, I like I. I probably would have let go of Frost, to be honest with you. I would have waited till it rode out and they finished three and nine, and I said that Iowa game, that's just the most Scott Frost game I've ever seen. I think I'm done. But they stuck with him, and they built something up that made me, somebody who probably would have let go of Frost, excited about what they've done and, and put it together. Right. And I want to see it given a chance. I don't want to see it given up three games in um, because you lose one of them. That'll it, wrap it up. It for, is. It's just unacceptable yeah. is well, what it I comes down to. That. You can't, uh, Bob. You can't drop them. That'll wrap it up for the Ticket Water Cooler on the block. Coming up next year on 93.7 The Ticket.